Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 306. I'm Sean, and joined with him, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. Tony Katz. Yes, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got uh, some good stuff to get into. Uh, first things first, uh, have you guys been seeing, it seems like every ounce of news that's not related to the rain or weather is um, Prince Harry, or now just Harry from the royal family. Uh, is it as obnoxious to you guys as it is to me? I mean, he, he's out there. Um, he's he's doing his thing. He's he's on a press tour. He's gone American. Um, yeah, like he's he's calling boohoo because he's a royal f- person. It's a show, Sean. American women will ruin your life. I mean, he's got a, he's got a story to tell. Like I don't know that they should just make a movie already where he's like, oh, I, I killed twenty five men in Afghanistan. And I'm like, well, fuck. Like, all Maybe right, really? that's what he said. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, John Wick. Shit. Well, I I, I heard an article or, uh, online there saying it was from like a helicopter, and a lot of people yeah. said like bullshit. They're saying he count he's counting the every kill that happened from the helicopter, even though he's like piloting it, <clears throat> which is like yeah, that's fine. Like it's an assist. Wait, like, in, in Halo, there'd be an yeah. assist. Right? He killed like uh, uh, Afghans or like oh. Americans. <laughs> Are you serious? Americans? Wait, you think we're fighting like British terrorists. people out there? <laughs> well, I don't know what he's what's he doing out there. He Harry. was part of the British Army or whatever. Yeah, they were on our side, if you okay. didn't know. This isn't modern day. Yeah. <laughs> this was, uh, years I, ago. I know we think of like uh, the war in Afghanistan and Iraq as like American things because we were the leaders, but really they actually were like international efforts and stuff. Remember the French wouldn't fight? And so we had a name for us. They're just out there smoking their cigarettes. Yeah. It's very French no, no, no. of them. Yeah. Like, oh, Drinking their wine, smoking their cigarettes. Stupid people fighting. Yeah. But, I, but I'm pretty sure like most of Europe like sent some people out there and stuff. Like I don't know how much they did. Like obviously we were in charge there, but they were like Canadian soldiers and that doesn't make any Swedish sense. soldiers and all that kind of stuff. So, But I was very surprised. It was this morning I learned his book came out yesterday. I thought that shit had been out for like a month at, by now because literally all no, of the you, news. You do the tour before. You do it before. I saw something where they had some like it was like oh a midnight release and they're like four people showed up and it's like oh, he was good. one of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> look at how poorly I've been treated like, oh shut the fuck up ugh all right do you ever uh, think that you're part of the problem though why because everyone's talking about it including us now so someone else is gonna hear this and be like oh you know they're talking about the prince guy and. Well, I'm I'm talking about mm-hmm. how like he is all of the news, and, and yeah. it's not just people saying responses to his book. It's it's him telling these stories. He's going and 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 just is he all of the news though? Like is he on Stephen A. this morning? <laughs> well, I don't watch all news, obviously, but it, it's constantly there. Has he been on Joe Rogan yet? <laughs> not that I'd like to see. Uh, it'd be a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, <clears throat> where is he living? It's some. Palisades or some shit. He's. I mean, I don't. I I really don't. Mansion. Follow like too much like e news and stuff like that. But I did know there was a little documentary thing with him, and they're like crying in it. Like, how? Yeah, that you you can't get out of that either. Like, how do you dislike something on Netflix so that like on Hulu, if you don't want to see it on your main feed, you just hit no thanks, and they never show it to you again. Nice. Does Hulu or Netflix give you that option? Because yeah, that th- I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, maybe it doesn't anymore. But for at least um, two weeks, it was the yeah. front and center uh, thing. You should tweet that Netflix should do that. I mean, Netflix should have that available because they're a huge fucking company with a lot of customers. So 
Yeah, it's like not everybody cares. I would just picture their AI robot would be like um, uh, 2001 and be like, I'm sorry, I cannot remove this from you for you. (laughs) But I do recommend you watch it. (laughs) I don't know. All right. In other news, um, the uh, FAA grounded all domestic flights for about four hours this morning, uh, something that hasn't happened since 9-11, but it wasn't due to an attack rather than a uh, alleged computer failure to the NOTAM system. Uh, Notice to airmen is what that is uh, abbreviated or stands for. Usually it's to alert pilots of ashes, birds near an airport, snow, etc., and uh, I was a little nervous. I'm flying tomorrow, and uh, I'm flying the uh, Southwest Company because they're the only ones who actually live on this planet and know how much money is uh, worth. Um, but so far, they're, it's they're the company time. that almost fell apart, though. Also, <laughs> exactly why I was yeah. scared. But <laughs> I'm flying for work. And I'm flying to Vegas. Pretty fast. Pretty quick. Pretty easy uh, place to get to. United, any other airline was like 450 bucks round trip. Uh, I'm on Southwest for 130 bucks, including early bird check-in. How can anyone like? I don't know. I don't. It's know ridiculous. What flights even mean anymore? Yeah. I don't know. If I saw all the flights are grounded, I would think like does Hans Gruber still have any brothers that are alive? Like, yeah. I would be very worried. Something so, going on. Well, it was uh back in uh, you know back online. I think by 9 a.m. Um, Eastern time this morning so it wasn't uh the world's worst thing to ever so john happen. wayne airport was like we don't even know that happened well i'm exist. sure it affected flights moving forward for the day uh, i think something like five thousand flights were delayed something like 600 were canceled so i actually got that i saw that uh alert at like 6 a.m because uh brian uh a friend of ours uh little baby brian as you would call him dobby oh yeah he uh, texted us that this morning because he's in North Carolina and sent it to us. It was like, looks like I'm staying in North Carolina. And I said, hey, Brian, it could be worse. All right, buddy. It could, it could be, be worse. South Carolina. Yeah. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if that is worse. I've been I in nothing. I'm sure it is because which one has the, the outer banks? North Carolina. Yeah, so North Carolina's more beach vibes. I feel like South Carolina's Well, North Carolina's more. a big state. So what? Charlotte's not on the beach. Isn't it, though? No. It's got to be close. Raleigh is not on the beach. The big cities are on the beach. Okay, I get that. But my point is, is it's a relaxing area if there's the beach. Also, you could be dealing with a bunch of Duke fans. Got them again, right? Yeah. They also have Tar Heel fans out there. Yeah, and they're all terrible. And those demon deacons of Wake Forest. Whoa. Where's Clemson? South Carolina. So there you go. The worst. You have to run into Dabo. You got the Gamecocks and the Tigers. Oh, Tony, this is a family podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on uh, from that. Hopefully we don't hear any more about that uh, moving forward. Uh, Paul Mescal is uh, in talks to star in a Gladiator sequel. Alongside, now you'll enjoy this, Spencer Treat Clark. And uh, if you don't remember him, he was in the original movie, uh, The Young Boy. Well, that's who this guy's playing. How are they both in it? I don't know. That's a cameo appearance. Um, but yeah, that that is that is the story, is that uh, Paul Mescal, who I never heard that guy's name until, I don't know, a month ago or something, but he's like going to be the next big actor, um, is going to star in Gladiator 2, and he will be playing that character, the, the nephew of Joaquin Phoenix uh, from the first one. And I don't know, he's now 
a big man in Rome or something, and he's opening up the gladiator pits again. I, I don't I don't know what the story is. It's gonna have um, to be a uh, you know some uh, sea worthy uh, adventure action in there, and uh, other things that they used it for too, right? I mean, like boats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they flooded okay. that thing. Yeah, yeah. Then they they can do more with more technology now. Um, I don't know. Ridley Scott's coming back, so I'm in. I don't. I don't care. I know. I, um, I worry about him and his age. He's advancing uh, in years. I don't just stop. Just keep going. That's I how know, it we, works. But we need to like take his mind and uh, make an avatar out of him or something, so that yeah. he can just continue onward. He's very important for our society. Well, I mean this. This whole day that we're or this whole episode is going to be about eighty-year-old men making movies. So yeah, uh, it's just I think they're fine, but um, yeah, this is not the original idea for Gladiator Two. There's that crazy one where um, Russell Crowe would return and fight people in the underworld. Um, I'd still like to see that movie get made someday. But. I'm not into that one. <laughs> um, yeah, this is great because yeah, Ridley Scott already he finished shooting the Napoleon movie. I think that'll be out maybe by the end of this year. Oh yeah, I guess it's a long year. Um, and then this will be out 2024, probably, right? So let's hope, yeah, totally on board. All right, well, speaking of uh, 80 year old men, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, yeah, so there's a, a story about uh, his his the set of his new movie is kind of a disaster, uh, but he has come out and denied that there's any problem and that he has always had high turnover on his film sets, he's always had people coming in with new ideas and. Um, and that, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of documentation of um, these movies being hard to make. I know you watched that, uh, the offer. I don't know if that even dealt with him too much, but well, um, that was more, more about just the, the struggles of getting and, it made. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Francis Ford Coppola, one of our most famous filmmakers, hasn't made anything in like over a decade, but hasn't made anything like relevant in, in 20 plus years. Um, but it's exciting that he's doing something new. He's got Adam Driver on board, and Adam Driver also um, disputed this this story and said, "Like, no, this has been like a lot of fun to work with, work on." And he's like, "I've been on movies where it's been bad, so I would know." So um, I don't know. That's great. It, it's another reminder that this movie exists um, and that it is actually real. Um, and hopefully, they're right. There isn't any troubles, and it's gonna it's gonna get finished. I'm sure it's just John Voight stirring the turd. Yeah. A lot of people in this movie. Oh, is that okay? I didn't know. It's like, why would he? He's jealous or something. <laughs> no, he, yeah. him and Dustin Hoffman, Forrest yeah. Whitaker. I know there's a lot of people. Yeah, you got a lot of weird people like Shia LaBeouf. It's like, oh. hey, hey, you know, no one likes Shia LaBeouf anymore, and he's like, I don't care. It's Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, he what do you do? No wrong. Yeah, he made The Godfather, Andy. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's why I think like if there's any problem of like, hey, you're going over budget, he can be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm allowed to. It's like, uh, I'll get my winery to sponsor this. Yeah, it's, it's a good. If you, you forget about that part of it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's well invested yeah. in multiple things. He's, a, you know, does it all. Yeah. All right. Uh, talk about the Golden Globes. They happened. Uh, Kevin Costner, my boy. He uh, won best actor in a drama, I think. Yeah. So um, this happened yesterday on a Tuesday. So they uh, decided they can't compete on a Sunday anymore. Um, this is actually like the first televised Golden Globes in two years. Um, they were on like probation because of like all kinds of terrible things, including like, you know, sexually assaulting Brendan Fraser and that kind of stuff. Um, but they, they promised they changed and they're back on NBC. 
Um, I caught like the last 30 minutes of this. I turned it on, was watching something else. Um, I did see the Kevin Costner moment, which was pretty funny because um, he could not be there because it was too scary to drive um, from Santa Barbara um, to L.A. Yeah. His kids um, are uh, evacuated at their school and whatnot. Yeah, so um, he couldn't be there to accept his award. I don't know if he thought he was going to win. Um, he's going against Bob Odenkirk, you know, in the last last year of yeah. eligibility. But tough one. Um, I think they wanted him. I think they wanted him at the show, um, and that's why he won. But they're like, "Fuck, he didn't even come." Like he's like a super big star again. So again, uh, yeah. he never left the stage, Andy. No, but th- this is this is the biggest he's been in years. Open range is still a wild success. It's a good move. I don't think it's a wild success. Um, but something that's uh, interesting about the Golden Globes is that they have these split categories of drama and musical or comedy um, for best picture and best actor. So you get more movies in there. Um, but I think what's interesting this year is that um, usually like the musical or comedy is like real comedies or sometimes they'll put weird movies in there to try to fit. Um, but they're not really contenders for like the Oscar best picture. But I think this year, um, two of the two of the favorites uh, were in the musical or comedy care uh, category. So uh, Banshees of Inisherin won that uh, category. Um, and then everything everywhere all at once was also in the comedy care uh, category. And that's another one of the favorites, um, which left for drama, uh, the Fablemans to win that one. So um, those are probably the favorites to win the Oscar. Um, we also saw in uh, Austin Butler won as Elvis, but again, he won as Elvis in the drama category while Colin Farrell won in the comedy character category. So who is actually going to win when it comes to the, uh, the Oscar, which is what they uh, really care about. Um, also, I heard that Austin Butler basically was doing Elvis in his, in his speech that he still hasn't broken character or something, which is like. Well, good stuff. A yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, the guy's from Orange County, so I don't think he actually sounds like Elvis in real life. So he does now. Yeah, <laughs> it's become him, Andy. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, and in for actresses, Kate Blanchett won for drama, and Michelle Yeoh won for comedy. Um, so that'll be also an interesting uh, little competition there. Um, and then also Kihu uh, He Kwan uh, won for everything, everywhere, all at once. Of course, he was Data from the Goonies uh, in short ah. round. From- Indiana Jones. So a big moment for him. Um, I guess he's won like the supporting actor award for most of these award ceremonies already. So he's like the favorite, which is pretty cool. I mean, the guy didn't work for like 30 years um, and he came back in a big way. So uh, that's, that's great stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, should we talk about some movie trailers, including uh, Renfield? Nick yeah. Cage. So got a lot of movies coming out in, April. Uh, all these trailers that we're talking about are all April releases. So uh, Renfield coming April 21st. This is a uh, Nick Cage as Dracula, uh, Nicholas Holt as Renfield. Um, modern day setting. I, I didn't know what to expect from this movie when it was first announced, but it is basically Dracula in the modern day. Um, and it is focused on Renfield, his like assistant uh, who does all the, the dirty work for him and is uh, you know tired of it. So um Interesting looking trailer. I don't know what this movie is going to be. Um, looks like an action comedy, which is not what I was thinking, but it's Nick Cage's Dracula. So he's going to do some weird things. Yeah. Uh, I'll watch this on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, like it's be be. Pretty, pretty fast yeah. or something. 
bizarre trailer for sure. I saw that one. Yeah. Uh, what other ones you got? Uh, Evil Dead Rise, also April 21st. Um, this is the fifth Evil Dead movie, but uh, I get the first in a new continuity. I, I don't know if they really even care anymore. Um, but this one takes place in an apartment building in Los Angeles. So Evil Dead movies are always in a in a cabin and there's the cursed book and, you know, demons happen. Um, setting it inside of a apartment building. Interesting. Um, trailer looked very, very violent. Uh, that's what the, the last one was really known for. Um, looks scary. Uh, this was made for HBO Max back under the old uh, management team. Um, but when the new people came in and they're like, we don't want to do HBO Max movies anymore, um, they canceled a bunch of movies. Uh, they looked at this one and said, actually, this one's really good. We're actually putting this in theaters. So um, I think that's a good sign. So yeah. definitely looking forward to this one. A favorite franchise of mine there. All right. What's the third one? And yeah, the last one, uh, a movie called Bo is Afraid. And, uh, I don't know if it's a, the best title. That's um, coming out April 28th. It is uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Ari Aster's new movie. So Ari Aster did um, Hereditary and Midsummer, um, Crazy, violent, mm. creepy-ass movies. And this Joaquin one... Joaquin is going Eddie Murphy on this, or Mike yeah, Myers. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's going to be. The poster is like four people, and I guess they're all supposed to be Joaquin Phoenix, but I don't know. Like There's like a boy, and yeah. then there's like old men. Um, and I don't know, it's supposed to be a psychological horror movie. I'm sure it's going to be very weird and i will love it so i'm definitely looking forward to this one you know the old man kind of looks like peter doyle <laughs> yeah i mean i'm it's the old man and the boy are like oh okay like there's there's like normal walking phoenix and then there's like 60 year old i'm like i buy that but like yeah. who's the boy you know that's him i don't know yeah, it's just probably a meal hirsch <laughs> yeah <clears throat> uh, but yeah a very weird title this is probably gonna make like one million dollars even and then i was guessing like three hundred and seventy one thousand. <laughs> yeah. yeah um that's just the way things go but okay uh well we're gonna get into what we've been watching but before we do that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed this leash works with your dog's current collar or harness and when you plug in promo code tony that is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off at checkout <clears throat> just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. I have one. Off-road Andy, how many do you have? A lot, but I'm going to oh, go through boy. them quickly. I'm not going to talk about them. Just I have uh, like two, actually, just two. All right. Uh, either one of you guys want to get it going? Well, let's let Andy lead off with the leadoff hitter. <laughs> All right. So uh, the year is closed. We know that. And I'm Unfold trying to that scroll, Andy. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the uh, my favorite movies of 2022. Um, I think next week I'll be ready for a uh, top 10 of the second half. You remember I did a top 10 of the first half. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think I have my top 10 of the second half, but I'm trying to watch some other movies I didn't watch from this year. Um, so I watched it quite a bit this uh, this week, including. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front on Netflix is a, a German. I tried watching this. Yeah, it's a German movie. Um, I watched it in German with subtitles. You could watch it uh, dubbed, um, which is awkward. I never like that. I always choose the subtitles. Mm -hmm. um, this is a uh, 1920s book um, 
written by a German soldier about his experience of World War One. It was adapted into a movie in 1930. Um, very famous movie that you may be like, oh, I've heard of that before. Um, but this is a German production and it is about a German soldier, which is um, interesting because we think of them as the bad guys, of course, um, in this war. Um, and yeah, they were. I think they were. But um, it's a brutal war. I think anytime you've ever seen anything with World War One, you're like, this one is just fucking madness because it was trenches and then like tanks, which they didn't even know what to do with. Yeah. And no warmth or and technology. Just, yeah. And just just so this is just a, a brutal movie, especially it's like four 17 year olds are like, yeah, we'll join up. It'll be fine. Yeah. And it starts brutal. all like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. Yeah. It'll be like that time at camp and then quickly yeah. changes their plans. But I think the. uh the movie really doesn't get going, I think, until the second hour, which is like a much better than the first hour. I thought it. Yeah, it was one was of those for me where I watched about an hour. Is it a two hour movie? It's like two twenty or something. Yeah, I watched about half and then I was like, well, I need to go to sleep. What are we doing? And I didn't really get back to it because, like you just said, it gets going in the second half. Had it gotten going. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think if you actually just watch the second half, of it, if you get to like the first big battle and just watch them there and you're like, all right, that's probably what I need to see. I'll need to come back to that because, yeah, I was enjoying it. I, I wish they did more World War One. It's always World War Two gets all the glam. Yeah, they've uh, they've been doing more. 1917 World War I. was a good yeah. and good way to kick things the, off. The King's Man had a had a World War One scene. Yes. I mean, it was all during World War One, but they had one big like trench warfare scene that was. Is that also yeah. the one with um, oh, what the hell is the Russian guy's name? Yeah, yeah. So that movie is not really a World War One movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's spies and weird shit. But there is one scene that's a good war scene. What the hell is his name? Rasputin. That's You're thinking right. of Vladimir Putin, Sean. Oh boy, that's Rasputin from Russia. All right, what else you got? Um, also on Netflix, I watched an animated movie called The Sea Beast, which. Um, um, got really great reviews, a lot of acclaim, but just no one watched it because people don't go to Netflix for like animated movies. So this is like a guy who worked for Disney for multiple years, went out on his own, made his own project and it was good. But again, it's like, it's not fucking, it doesn't have any Disney license or anything. So just people ignored it. Um, I did see though this week that they are going to make another one. So it must be successful enough, but yeah. Um, it's very much like How to Train Your Dragon, I thought. Um, very similar movie um, in a world where there are uh, the oceans filled with beasts, crazy kraken-like monsters and stuff, and everyone hunts them. Um, and then, of course, a little girl realizes maybe they're, the beasts aren't that bad and we can be friends with them. And It's a nice movie. I don't regret watching it, but definitely a, a kid's movie. So that, w- that was all on uh, both on Netflix there. Tony, you want to do one? Yes, I will do one. <clears throat> so I watched one that's uh, about like 10 years old. It's called uh, Runner Runner with uh, Ben Affleck and Justin Timberlake. And actually, old friend from the pod, Goose, actually uh, recommended it to me because it is uh, based off of basically like Justin Timberlake's a student at Princeton or something like that, really smart guy. And he was like going to work on Wall Street, but I forget something happened where he wasn't able to. But he basically, you know, he was while he was at school, it was like to pay for like tuition and stuff. He basically started kind of like his own like little online gambling site or like something like that. And he would uh, or he would play online poker 
is what it was. And he basically was in like the, the Dean's office, which actually is the Dean from a, uh, uh, stock, uh, Oh my Shawshank. The, you mean the warden. The, well, he's a Dean in this movie, Yeah, but he's a, he's the warden in Shawshank, but I'm saying like the Dean yeah. was, yeah, you get what I'm saying. So it's funny. Cause it's like, he's got the same role. Just he's in yeah. Princeton instead of Shawshank instead of prison. But uh, anyway, it's basically like one of those things where <clears throat> he has to come up with X amount of money to pay for his tuition or else he's basically like kicked out. So he has like $17,000 to his name or whatever. So he puts it all on his, in his site to try to gamble it and he ends up losing it, but he's smart and he, he's like got like some computer algorithm thing that he realizes that he's sw- like, he's like when these guys should be folding, they're, they're, they're like calling and when they should be calling, you know, they're folding. And he was like, it comes out that like, somehow that site was cheating him. Like there was some like algorithm where it's like, it was what I don't think he was playing against real people. It was like computer stuff. And he was able to get like the algorithm. So he ends up making a trip to Costa Rica and ends up finding the the main guy of the site, which is Ben Affleck and confronts him and stuff. And then because he's so knowledgeable with it, Ben Affleck's like, okay, I want this guy on my team, not against me. And, you know, ends up hiring him. And then it's like, you know, he's doing this stuff. But then also since they're in, Ben Affleck's just in charge of like one of the leaders of that site. But really it's like, since it's in Costa Rica, there's a lot of other, you know, Costa Ricans or like mafia guys, whatever that are involved with like the bigger picture of things. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I'm into those movies. I'm going to be honest. I didn't finish it. <laughs> you know, I got about so that. It all far, ended happy. We don't even know. Uh, I think I got like 20 minutes left and then, but it's funny college. because after I, I didn't finish that, my roommate came home and it led me to the next thing, but I will, I'll wait a little bit for the next thing. Cause I actually want to go in depth with that one. So I'll let Andy either knock off a couple more or Sean can go or whatever you guys want to have. I'll happen. do a couple more 2022 movies. Um, these two were on Hulu. So I switched over to a different service to watch. Uh, the first one is called not okay. Um, this was actually straight to Hulu movie. Um, it is about a, uh, a girl in her twenties who, um, she decides to fake a trip to Paris on Instagram that she wants to get some more followers and sees people like pictures of vacation. So she photoshops a bunch of pictures of her at the, the tourist sites and everything. Um, and then finds out um, after a bunch of people contact her that there was a terrorist attack in Paris and the picture of her in front of like wherever um, was like two minutes before this place was bombed. Whoa. And so everyone's like, Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? You're like what, what happened? And she just decides to go with the lie, um, including to her parents. They're like, oh, my God. So she has to, like, set up going to the airport and having the parents pick her up and all this stuff. And just to, like, you know, keep keep the keep the lie going. Um, and, of course, gain a bunch of followers and all this kind of stuff. So um, it's pretty crazy movie. Uh, thinking about, like, okay, how do you let things get out of hand um, and just escalate? And it's like, when is this all going to fall apart? Um, I did realize towards after watching the movie that I figured out who this character was. She was basically the female equivalent of Michael Scott and that she was not necessarily a terrible person, but not a good person, but (laughs) also just very lonely and wanted friends and would do stupid things like this. And like, like there's scenes before where she's just trying to like make friends with people and she's awkward. And I'm like, yeah, that was very Michael Scott. Where he's like trying, he takes a joke too far and is really bad and stuff. And he but, was allowed to take jokes too far back uh, in twenty oh seven or whatever. But we were still like, out. "Hey, that guy's kind of kind of sucks." I don't know. We we all know people like that in some ways. Where like, eh, they're not the worst, but uh, they can be too much sometimes. So, um, I thought it was a very interesting movie. I I, I liked it. 
a good uh, streaming movie. Um, and the next one was a movie called Duel, um, which the, the director's previous movie was called the, the Art of Self-Defense, and I really loved it, so I was looking forward to this one. Uh, this is a very crazy premise um, where it's like in the future, or not even the future, just in, in wherever they are, um, people with terminal illnesses can clone themselves so that they can live on. Um, so they would die, but their clone would then take over their life. But in cases where people recover from their terminal illnesses, um, they have to duel their clone. Um, so in this case, the person has to um, train for the duel, which is set for a year later. So after you know she gets the clone made, and then she doesn't die. I'm like, well, you gotta you gotta set up the duel, and it'll be one year from now. Um, so just a, a crazy weird premise. Um, both of the movies I've seen with this guy, the, the people are just weird. They don't they don't talk like normal people. Um, I would say it's like they everyone's autistic would be the best way to describe it. Um, they just say what they're thinking, and it's awkward and weird. Um, but I like how that goes. Um, I didn't I didn't like this one as much as his, as his last movie, but I still thought it was uh, interesting. I think it was a good premise. I had Aaron Paul Pretty for like good. ten minutes, and I'm like, oh yeah, Breaking Bad, yeah. Cool. But yeah, that movie was called Duel. So two, two meeting right there because it's two people and they have to do a duel. Mm-hmm. Get it? Very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want me to do my one? Yeah. I finished Tulsa King on uh, Paramount Plus. It's renewed for a second season, which I think I already covered. And uh, it's fun. Uh, it's entertaining. There was a very fun moment. Uh, so Martin Starr is in this. He's one of the guys that works with Stallone. He He's uh, kind of a nerd. He's good on uh, the computer. And uh, in this last episode, I think it was, he's lear- he's explaining you know all the things he knows how to do on a computer. He's like, how, how do you know how to do all this stuff? And he's like, I worked for five years at an internet startup. That's phenomenal. <laughs> It's like, it's not a hard joke. I don't think anyone got upset and it just goes that much further with the audience because I, I mean, who didn't watch Silicon Valley? Yeah. Uh, so he also I worked really, in a catering business. I remember. Yeah. I really enjoyed that part. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's fun. They're uh, fast episodes, you know, 40 minutes or so each. And uh, yeah, just nine episodes. Check them out on Paramount plus. That's a, I've noticed that with a couple shows doing that, like the 40 minute episode, which is like, that's actually pretty, pretty neat. They're digestible. They're not the full hour. Yeah. And then they're not, you know, 21 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad length because you could definitely do two in a row and not feel like you just watched a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a cool thing there. I mean, HBO still has to, to fill their hour because of uh, TV. But yeah, the streaming is allowed flexibility like that. Oh, yeah. And that's it. All right. Well, I'm going to do one and then I'll let Tony do his and then I'll finish up. Uh, this will be quick. Um, I watched Jackass 4.5 on Netflix. Um, I watched oh, wow. the, the, the movie, actual movie in theaters, but um, it's cool that they do these little things. Um, I find them interesting because it's part documentary. So part of it is cut footage, but part of it is also just documentary about how they made it. Um, a lot is Spike Jones. It's, it's so cool to see him be like, oh, yeah, he's, he's part of it. He's a big part of it behind the scenes and actually getting the movie made and everything. It's like, Hey, this guy's a real filmmaker. Yeah. This guy makes movies that get nominated for Oscars and shit. And he's doing this stuff. Um, It's cool. Um, So yeah, this, this one had a, they didn't, they didn't touch on BAM at all. 
Um, they just kind of skipped right by that, but they did talk about how they um, they started in October 2019, um, where they just got people together and were like, we're just going to fill some shit and see how it goes. And if it feels good, we'll make the movie. Um, and then, of course, and they said they set up like, oh, OK, this is good. Let's go ahead with the movie and we'll start filming March 3rd. Um, and then a week later, they were shut down. So um, and also that they said they were <laughs> they were the first um, production in L.A. That was that was allowed to film again, um, and of course an they honor. had to they had to do a prank involving um, the precautions and stuff, where they got like fake testers and then like hmm. had people take the tests and then like a thing blew up on them and it's like yep of course <laughs> like it's the only way they could do it yeah but I don't know none none of you have watched that yet I don't know. I, assume, I don't know if I've ever watched really I never got I was never really big into the, the jackass stuff. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I would watch the show here and there, and I mean, obviously it gave me some good laughs, but the only time I would actually watch the movies would be, truthfully, if I was at a buddy's house and they yeah. threw it on. Like, I never sat there on my own and was like, oh, I want to watch this and turned it on. Like, And it's nothing against them. I think they're funny guys. It's just that I never just would go out of my way to turn it on, I guess. Yeah, that, I, that's a good thing in the background. Yeah, I enjoy, I don't dislike them by any means, and I like the characters. I mean, I think all those guys are funny. Actually, funny story, I had a... Ryan Dunn's the one that passed away, right? His, uh, I think it was his, it was, it, I don't want to say it was his brother, but I, th- I want to say it was like someone that was related to him was our, uh, like one of our substitute teachers one time in eighth grade. And he looked identical to him too. It was kind of crazy. And that was before he passed away. Cause I think he passed away. What? Like 2010 or something. I don't 2011. It was, yeah. it was after the third movie, which was 2010. So sometime after then. Yeah. All right, I guess I'll do my uh, my last one. It was uh, on Netflix called uh, Kai the Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker. <laughs> now, do you guys remember this guy? No, but I saw a thing about this. Sean, do you remember this guy? Not uh, his name's Kai. He's he's the one that was on. A, he had a he had a video go viral when he got interviewed after when he said that he hit the guy with the hatchet, and he's no. like, I went bam, bam bam or smash 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 he was like the long hair type of man if you can right now and you see if you recognize him what's it called again it's it's called uh it's got a long title it's called uh kai the hatchet wielding hitchhiker kai how do you spell that k-a-i and his interview happened in like 2013 and it went viral but he's he was a nomad he's like a homeless dude and after it went viral, it's like, you know, he basically was just like, all right, well, I'm out of here and like dipped out. And, you know, the guy that did the interview, like, you know, got his like, you know, information, like, I think somehow had like his con, I don't know, whatever it was, but he was the only one that was able to get a hold of him. And when this, vi- he posted the video and he said, you know, one of those things where I went to bed and I woke up in the morning and had half a million views and it went viral and it got to the point where everybody wanted to find this guy like, and you know, networks were calling him up like, hey, we need to get a hold of this guy. We need to meet this guy, like blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, it comes out that, you know, he ends up finding him like three days later is able to contact him. I, I think he might've had a phone. Cause I mean, again, I think he was just one of those guys that chose to be like homeless. Like, you know, he had a family still and stuff, but he was just a, a nomad. He was just a wanderer, a vagrant. Yeah. And he chose to live the life he was living. He didn't have interest any other way. And, uh, you know, he goes off and, uh, you know, he gets found and then, you know, he's, 
he was just a loose cannon though. Like he was who he was. So it was like, I, I know there's one thing where, you know, eventually some, one of the ladies that I guess was like someone involved with like a producer, whatever she was like of the, the Kardashian show is the one that wanted, cause they wanted to make a sitcom for him. Cause they were like, this guy's a hit. Like he was, I mean, this is 2013. So this was like, you know, probably one of the first really big viral videos, you know, like it was up there at least in the first few that, uh, of stuff going viral. Cause I mean, at that, at 2013, Instagram was like what, like five years old or something stuff like that. Or, I mean, I know social media, there've been a number, around, number of those, like we found this homeless guy and he actually is cool or something. Yeah. And so he could see, he ends up, they went to the, the Roosevelt hotel, which is a nice hotel, I guess. And he just was like, they said, right when he got to the hotel room, he saw there was the bottles of like alcohol, like Jack Daniels. And he just grabbed it, opened it and just started chugging it. And just, I mean, the guy was who he was. And they were kind of just like, Oh my God, this is going to be, more difficult than we thought. And then sure enough, he goes downstairs and it's a nice lobby and uh, he gets his skateboard out and just skateboards through the lobby, not giving a shit. And then immediately the security guards like, no, you're gone. You're like, you're not coming back in here. And so the whole thing was to get him on Jimmy Kimmel, which I didn't even know this, but they did get him on the Jimmy Kimmel show. He was actually on an episode and this guy really was just crazy. And then uh, his fame lasted about three months because then there was stuff that, came out i mean i don't know if you guys play i mean it's a true story so i mean you could see all the info anyway but i didn't know all this but i guess he there was a hiccup he had with some guy and i mean the thing is with this guy is you never knew what was real and what wasn't because you know he 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 claimed that you know he was raped multiple times like here and there and that he was like locked in a cage as a child and you know that his mom's in this documentary and she says like no that wasn't the case at all it was that he was a very you know he was a very like wandering kid. You know what I mean? Like he was very curious and would wake up before everybody in the mornings and go through stuff that like, you know, seven year old, six year old shouldn't be going through. So she would lock the door so that he couldn't basically get up and get out before she was awake. So it was like stuff like that, which again is what she said. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all he said, she said, I mean, I guess you choose to who to believe. And uh, then basically I didn't know this, but he ended up actually, uh, murdering someone which again he claimed that he was raped by this older guy it was like this guy was like 72 years old and ended up killing him and he actually is in uh prison right now in uh new jersey serving a 57 i think it was 57 year sentence and he's 10 years into it so you know and i guess they said the last update was like april of 21 where he tried to get out on whatever and they denied it but it's kind of crazy because it's like this guy went from, I remember the interview and it was just like, you know, this funny thing. And these people are all like, oh, this guy's funny. Cause in the interview, he claims that he, you know, this guy was going crazy saying he was like Jesus Christ and all this stuff and ended up crashing into like a construction site that pinned a construction worker and then had this woman that he was grabbing and then he was saving her. So the only thing he thought to do was have his hatchet. And I guess he hit it with the dull side of the hatchet first, but I guess the last one he did hit him with the sharp end didn't kill the guy. And then there was other little rumors about it that he claimed that when he was uh, that uh, like one of these, he ended up like, cause he was actually a really good musician. Like he could actually sing really good and he could play guitar. Well, I told you. Yeah. And he ended up uh, being with this, like hanging out with this band. I think they were called like the, I don't even, I'm not even like the red shirts or red suit. I don't know what they were called, but they were something. And, uh, they, you know, they were all messed up, messed up, like drunk with high, whatever they were. And he basically told the guy that, you know, that he was in the car with that guy first, the guy that he ended up attacking. 
And he's like, yeah, I gave him a joint. And then he's like, I laced the joint also. Like the joint was laced with, you know, this and this. And the guy's like, these are drugs I've never even heard of. So then it's starting to say like, holy shit, like this guy drugged this guy, which is why he was going around saying I'm Jesus Christ and did all this. And then he's like, he basically started a fire and then put out the fire. But then I guess they did do toxicology reports and stuff and nothing ever showed up in the marijuana other than marijuana. But again, I mean, could it have been something that's only in your system for a little Sounds bit? Like or? A guy doesn't need drugs to be crazy. So Yeah. Well, this was another guy. And so, yeah. I don't know. The whole thing was crazy, but it's just, it's basically kind of wild how this guy went from like a hero that everybody wanted. And then within a three, had his fame for three months. And then within three months, it was like, then he was actually wanted for real murder and then put into jail now for basically the rest of his life. And it's, it's just, I don't know. It was interesting because I didn't know that all that had happened. Like, obviously that wasn't a story that I was following, but I do. The only reason I even know the interview is because it's a viral news video and it goes down in history is one of the best news interviews ever. Like you watch those funny compilations on YouTube of funny news videos. And that one's always up there. So if you guys, I mean, I don't know if you guys have interest watching it, but it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, obviously I gave a lot of it away, but it's also a true story. So I don't feel bad. I mean, that's stuff that could all be known knowledge. It all happened 10 years ago. So, but yeah, I mean, it just blew my mind. But Pretty for good. anybody listening that does remember this guy, you know, with the bandana, the red long sleeve shirt, the backpack, uh, take a, take a watch on this. It'll, uh, it's entertaining. I believe it came out yesterday. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. So I was, that's when I was talking about it. I saw like a trailer and I was like, "All right, what else you got, Andy?" All right, I got two more movies that are in theaters. Uh, the first one, and um, remember, I have my my movie pass. So, oh yeah, you um, have your usual seat. Yeah, they know you. No, no, I wouldn't have my usual seat for this one. Uh, I definitely felt weird seeing this one, but I did go and see Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. So, I don't um, know what's weird about seeing that. It's hilarious um, when he gets the hairball in one of those movies. Which number is this one? So this is the second Puss in Boots solo movie. So both solo movies take place after Shrek 4. I was going to say, he made his debut in Shrek, right? In Shrek 2. Shrek 2. I've never seen Shrek 4. I may have seen Shrek 3. I uh, don't remember, but uh, I don't think they're good. Um, but no, the reason I'm, I feel weird is I'm, you know, I'm a 33-year-old man walking into a theater full of like children. And, yeah. and I'm like, well, I got to be all by myself. And then like, all right, I'm going to put a hoodie on and oh, boy, I'll look more creepy, yeah. but at least they won't helping. see me. I don't know. But, uh, but no, I shouldn't feel guilty because this movie is awesome. Like this is, this is great. I've never seen the, Cats the first, are hilarious. And yeah, it's a cartoon. Seen, so you I, get endless applications. Yeah. I never watched the first Puss in Boots movie. Just kind of passed me by. Um, but I saw this one. I had like amazing reviews and was doing all different stuff. And yeah, it's, it's really cool. They they do some different animation with like action scenes where like things are slowing down and speeding up. And I don't know, I don't know how to explain it because I'm not an artist, but it's really cool looking. Uh, it's got a, a lot of people in the cast. It's always fun where I'm like, oh, hey, who's that trying to guess who people are? And I'm like, who's this? I know this voice. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's John Mulaney. Of course. OK. Um, and then people you can't guess like there's like a. Uh, one of the like antagonist group is uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. And Goldilocks is now like an uh, adult woman, and she is teamed up with the bears. And it, it's just someone doing like uh, one of those like uh, terrible British accents. Um, or, like, Hello, the, Governor. Yeah, like the, the Cockney accent. I'm like, I have no idea who this was. And written, and later I saw in the credits it was uh, Florence Pugh, who's like you know a big deal, respected actor. So uh, that was neat. But yeah, this movie's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it, and it 
ends with a teaser for Shrek 5. Oh, wow. Ooh. So they're, they're coming back. I mean, um, Cameron Diaz unretired. Uh, Mike Myers is, is doing stuff again. So, you yeah, know, bring them all back. What about Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy just won a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Golden Globes. Oh, so Globes. that makes he has to do it for life then. <laughs> yeah. So. franchise tagged. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wow, very good. And now this last one you have up here, Andy, I'm actually intrigued by because I've seen the trailer and yeah. like... No, well, this is a movie for you. Like, I'm <laughs> surprised you didn't camp out to see it. Like, it's it's definitely your kind of movie. Um, M. Thregan, or Megan. Um, <laughs> it is a movie about a, um AI doll that goes bad. It's also a Luke movie. Um, <laughs> Producer Luke movie, for sure. So this is a, a Blumhouse movie. Ooh, it is... I love Blumhouse. Uh, James Wan co-writing the story. It is the same people who wrote the uh, *Malignant* movie. I'm um, a different director, but same, you know, team writing it. Um, and they could just keep making the movies forever, like these types of stuff. I mean, Blumhouse makes these movies. I think this one made was made for twelve million dollars, and it made thirty million in one weekend. Um, so it's Allison Williams. Um, remember her, Brian Williams' daughter uh, from *Girls and Get Out*. She. Uh, Works at a uh, like a tech toy company that makes like basically Furbies, um, but she's like, I got something I'm doing on the side, um, and it is a doll that a, like a human doll that will talk back to you and do all this shit. Yeah, it's um, Chucky. Yeah, well, Chucky was supernatural. Chucky was a real murderer who got his soul went inside of a, a doll. Happens all this the is, time. This is like <laughs> um, Skynet. Um, the, the 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 doll becomes self aware. Um, Which I think is probably more dangerous. Oh, definitely. Than Chucky. Yeah. Because like, as far as I know, you can't put your soul into anything yet. We don't have the technology yet. Um, But we might have the technology to make um, a Megan doll. Um, But it is just a, uh, I guess, a higher budget Black Mirror episode, a longer thing. But it is a whole lot of fun. Uh, The main complaint is that uh, it's pretty clear at some point they said, like, we can make this PG-13, just cut a little bit of violence, maybe cut a kill or something. Um, make it 90 minutes and this movie will do better. That's probably a good business decision, but I would have liked to see more, more violence. That's what I want out of these types of movies. But um, yeah, it's a good time. And All I think right. they're already, they're already like, yeah, we'll make a sequel. Cause this is already so successful. Well, there you have it. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, that is it. That's it for me too. Well, you've been listening to episode 306 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes, thank you. Tony Katz. Yes, thanks for listening, and tell a friend. See you later.